Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night. And that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> We're back with our special in-studio guest. Yeah, guest. Meg. Do you like to go by Meg or do you like to do um, a last name? Oh, oh, my last name doesn't feel very important to no, me. No, you're Meg. No. Yeah. You're Meg. Although I do go by Margaret. Margaret the sometimes, Magnificent. Sometimes. Did anyone mm. ever call you Maggie? No, when I was little, I wanted to be Maggie, but now I'm fine okay. not being Maggie. You're not a Maggie. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Can mm-hmm. I just start the podcast with a bold topic? Wow. Yeah. I'm coming out of the gates hot. Okay. Do we all know the musical genre K-pop? Oh, my God. Hold of my it. Hand, Malia. Hold of my it. Hand. Of it. All right. I know of it. And are you familiar with the dessert cake pops? <laughs> that I'm way more familiar with. Here's what I'm thinking. Oh, no. It's a mashup. We do a mashup. <laughs> I'm famous he for mashups. loves bringing things together. You get mm. the the young men from a K-pop band. What's that band called? BTS? Yeah, BTS. I know them. They could come out with their own line of cake pops. Malia, explain what a cake pop is. Go. It's a, one of the most disgusting desserts on this planet, in my opinion, because mm. you're taking cake that's sometimes old. It could be brand new. And you're crumbling it on purpose. And then you're taking some buttercream and dolloping it into that bowl. And usually with your hands, mashing it up, mashing it up, forming a ball and putting it on a stick. And, and some charging people would like call it a wad. A wad of so stuff wait, and charging a, like 500 times. It's like a wad of frosting cake and batter together. mixed. Wait, batter or frosting? I'm sorry, frosting mixed with, mixed with cake. cake. I covered it was in a, a coated. round cake and then frosted on the outside. That's not the case. Then they take that, they turn it into a ball, they shove a stick in it, and then they put... A fr- like a glaze. Like a wax. A, yeah. a, it seems yeah. like a wax. Yeah. Yeah. Like a white chocolate, you know. Mm-hmm. But isn't that, um, you know, owned owned by that, that coffee corporation? Yeah. Oh. No, I don't think they... No. They don't it, own... It's they not don't, their thing. They didn't like trademark K-pop. K-pop we could get sued. Starbucks would sue K-pop. Well... Starbucks has enough money and they've done partnerships. So what I might even suggest if if anyone from the Starbucks is listening um, from collab. the home office, mm-hmm. I would like to get a little piece of that action. You know, if anyone from the home office of Starbucks is listening, I'd <laughs> yeah. like to say a couple of things too. <laughs> Pass the mic. And one of them is what the hell, Starbucks? You lead the world in coffee. You could make it all not just fair trade, but people could be prospering and have beautiful lives when they grow the coffee and all the drugs that we need up here in North mm-hmm. America. So what the hell, Starbucks? I want an answer. Thank you. Also, all right, maybe answer Meg first and then talk to me about the cake pops. Maybe they go hand in hand. If they want your idea, mm-hmm. they come through me. Okay. Once every Starbucks is unionized, these things could happen. It's it's, it's starting. It's I starting. know it's starting. Go pro union. Is K pop unionized? I think not. No, mm, no. I think they're controlled. Yeah, it's formula. Mm-hmm. You just get some attractive young people, teach them choreographed dance moves mm. and some songs, mm. and you got some pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of pop. 
the way Malia Moskov opens a can of soda. Oh, wow. Can we talk about that a I'd little bit? I'd love to. I've been waiting for this for like 30 years. Sure. We're talking about a can here. So we're all familiar with the way aluminum cans open, correct? Yeah. Yes. You sort of pull the tab and then push it back. Yeah. The way Malia opens it is she turns the mouth hole of the can 180 degrees facing away from her and pushes it in that direction instead of pulling it towards her she pushes it away i saw you do it in bed the other night and i made a note i go both ways when it comes to that i'm pretty sure i go both ways okay yeah i'm just telling you what i witnessed the other night i'm so versatile i can open a can any way you give it to me but i mean isn't it hard to push it instead of pull it we were just talking about pushing and pulling i think you use a knuckle that was in the previous episode for our listeners well, That's okay. Good thing they're listening in order. Well, of they course, they're binging. They yeah. should go back. Yeah. Wow, we're really flying through my topic <laughs> list here. Well, I have a really weird one. I don't think Meg. Will, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an assumption, which isn't a good thing to do. It's not a good thing to do. It makes an. But do it out anyway. Of you and me. No. And I'm just over that. here. I'm. But I'm you don't free. watch a lot of TV, Meg. <laughs> you are the asses. I'm over here. I watch. More, I've been I'm, watching Jeopardy lately. Okay. Okay. I watch more TV. Okay. And so this comment may only, so I record things. I don't watch things live. I can't stay up very late. Mm. So when it comes to late night TV shows, they're just recorded and I can watch them anytime. But what I don't ever do when I replay a late night talk show is watch the monologue. Mm. I skip it and I just get to the first guest. Mm. Why? I, I watch late night shows sometimes. Do you watch them On mo- YouTube. Okay. Do you... F- Watch in, in in its entirety, or do you skip no, to the post? No. Well, they don't the, put them on YouTube in their entirety. Oh. They segment them. Oh, I like that. Well, that's all I got to work with. Okay. Well, then you're doing what I like. Okay. I approve of your television watching. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I'm happy to hear that, because you're one of the people, you are people's. I mean, it's not like I'm actively seeking your approval, but I feel happy when I get it. I would say it's likewise. Reciprocal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, approve. I approve of you, Malia. I approve of you. I approve of you, Dan. Um, I would like to talk about. We're gonna. Um, we're gonna venture into the world of sexuality. For a while. I, I heard your little bit of hesitation. I'm like, oh well, shit! Well, and they're trying to go, thing. oh shit! What are you gonna say? It is a thing. Sexu- okay. Sexuality is charged. We don't mind charge, do we? No, I'm looking at two. No. We're playing Etsy, 3D machine made booty planters right now. That Actually, is a lot to explain for the listeners yeah. to understand okay. that. Okay. If you want to go there, we can. We no, can go do ahead. That. I interrupted you. Well, that is why you got in trouble with the first podcast because you were showing me that during the opening credits. Oh, yeah. Moment of silence. What the heck? <laughs> okay. Um, so Malia <laughs> coined a phrase the other night. That she calls polar bear love. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them what polar bear love is. What do you mean? If you want to talk about it, you explain it. From the nearest I could understand is... Well, it's cold. In the winter. We live in a cold climate. Oh, it's been cold here. So sometimes 
to be nude is not comfortable. It's crude. No. So polar bear sex, did I call it? Polar, polar bear. bear lovin'. Polar bear lovin'. You could somehow have really nice lovemaking with all your clothes on. Like sweatsuits. Mm-hmm. And maybe you could just cut holes in things. Mm, that sounds kind of <laughs> like old, the old Mormons do. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about like first night sheet mm. with just a hole cut in there. Um, it's just so damn cold and you want to be sexy, but it's cold. Yeah. Right. Your intention when it's cold, your intention is there, but it's just too damn cold. And it's really nice and snuggly. But if you could just have access, Cole Porter has that song that goes too darn hot. It's too darn hot. And he'd like to be with his baby, but it's too darn hot. Y'all need to make a song about it being too darn cold. Too damn cold. Get me the but you, out of you here. You know how the Inuit and people, other prop, people who live in super, super, Teach super me cold how. climates do it, right? Yeah, no. They make these ice igloo things. Yeah. I don't know the right words and all. Lined with fur, ah. lined with elk, lined with caribou, lined mm. with whoever else is up there. And... It is so warm that they are naked. Mm. They go in, it's so warm you can't have your clothes on in there really. Okay. And I don't know, they probably have like an area where there's a fire. I don't know all the ins and outs. I've just remember seeing the inside. It's and it's like there's polar bear love. That sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Now, just a quick question. You may not have the answer, mm-hmm. but maybe it's just something to ponder. Now, is that special lovemaking igloo or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Is that for the whole community or did they all have their own individual ones? Well, I think that they, I think that every family has their own. Yeah, I would think that. And they sleep in it and stuff. It isn't just I, it's for It's not like a library where you just go in. I don't know, but Giga just invited me to the community sauna tomorrow. Oh. Do you know about this? Um... I knew of saunas in town that friends went to. I didn't know they were community. It's like she said, I signed up for these hours on the mm. community sauna. Oh, and okay. I said, well, I'll come. And then my, my father said, well, that sounds not clean. You know, if, mm-hmm. if different people share it. And, um, you know, I guess it doesn't bother me. Well, you think about going to a club, uh, a workout place people share things all the time yeah i know but they're necky in the sauna yeah if yeah. you want to come tomorrow one to four oh come get necky with us it's too cold outside Uh-oh, oh polar here bear we loving go. here we I go i need to do a polar bear it's a sauna <laughs> um just quickly could you summarize giga Mm. for the listeners she cannot be summarized so it's a person yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm just looking for the basics for the listeners we well, should I facetime I gave, her. I gave her a pronoun didn't i so she, it's a person mm-hmm. no she's she's my dear friend who lives in town she's a librarian go librarians mm-hmm. and um yeah i don't so know you will we be... all met in high school malia and giga and i and many other people, too. It's true. Mm-hmm. We were not just a class of three. And we recently just saw each other at um, one of your tea shows, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. And then we saw the other kid who went to our high school. Oh, Jaden. Yeah, that was yeah. really nice. 
Which is so interesting because you picked up and I picked up on family drama in that few minutes. In the tiny little bit yeah. of time. Drama's around, man. Yeah. I mean, I got it all over. But isn't family. it interesting that people you haven't seen for years uh-huh. are willing to talk about the family drama to you, but not to the f- person they're having drama with? Well, that's, that's, that's where the drama pro- continues. We are here to be surrogates for each other, though, too. We can release other people's parents, <laughs> and I hope that others will do it for ours. Mm. Mm. This is something okay, I could talk promising. deeply about, mm. but it's I a true thing. I was just riding along in the backseat. You guys were going down memory lane there. It was really fun because, and then actually you thought Giga and I were really wild in high school, but it was actually you and Sarah who were the wild ones. Did you two ever work together? Like, did you work at Sophia's? Oh, yeah, oh, very much. Sarah and I worked at a couple places, so I'm wondering, I mean, that's where we got in trouble for talking to each other too much on the job? Well, Sophia's was her business, so we were in charge. We probably got a little bit full of ourselves. I wish I could go back to those days and come in for a, oh, something that you guys would make and I could sit there. I didn't do that enough. Can I tell a story? Is there time? Of course. We have at least seven minutes. Can I malign a local business? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Because it's not my podcast and I don't live here, so I wanted to ask permission. Yeah, we don't know what you're going to say. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> these, are Meg's sta- these are Meg's statements, not ours, but maybe by the end uh, they will be mine too. Yes, exactly. So, let me know. So Giga, Giga, that's not her real name. Her name is Krista. With a C. Yeah, C-H-N. Um, my oldest son, could. she was living us with us when he was born and or when he was talking or was something. And he couldn't say Krista, so he called her Giga. So that's why her name is Giga. Origin story. Dan. Hello. Yeah, it's what he was looking for. <laughs> that's Wait, why is that the origin story? <laughs> Let me explain what just happened. I have labels for all these buttons here, and I couldn't read my writing. It said, oh, it says sad trombone. Yeah. I thought it said S and D trim. I'm Which like, I wonder what that is. Yeah. Sound effect. Sad trombone. That's a really good sound, though. I mean, there's some sounds that it's just it hits the right place. And okay, then why? How is Krista's son's name different than her name? That I know this is a whole nother level because then her oldest son was born, and his father Kingave is from Kenya, and so anyway, their first son's name is Gige. With an N G I G E, and so it just unfortunately that's a family name from Kingeve. So it turned out that Giga, who had been Giga long before, now had a first son named Gige, and then it got very confusing. Very confusing. But you know we keep it straight. I mm-hmm. tried to say that silent N a little bit in Gige. Did you hear mm-hmm. that? Did you hear? It? Mm-hmm. That's what that helps. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I like that story. Mm-hmm. Do you have any stories, Malia? Wait, no, I'm waiting for Meg to tell me about a business. Oh, do you want to hear about that? Oh, you're going to malign a local business. Well, you know what? No. They maligned me and really life. Life. Do they still exist? You're just sharing a story. That's all you're doing. Well, so so Giga took me to Garvey Feed Mail. Does that sound like a real thing to you? Yeah. Something like that. That's the name of this yep, place. Yep, it's Garver Feed Mill. Okay, Garver. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we went, there's lots of businesses in there. Mm-hmm. And um, so we went and got a coffee. Mm-hmm. And she she got a 
concussion, so it was a little bit much for her, and so we were trying to find a quiet place, and there really wasn't one. But we went up to the mezzanine and sat around the corner, and there were like four plants near us, and suddenly I heard them screaming at me, these plants, and they're screaming. And I look, and each one of the plants, and they're all different kinds, is bone dry, and they're dying. You know those mother-in-law tongues or whatever? Yeah. Those tall ones yeah. are bent halfway, like mm. almost dead completely, all of these different plants, mm. right? And, you know, I don't know, if do you two hear plants? Yeah, I, my plants talk to me. Yeah, it's a real thing. Like They a, describe thirst. They yeah. describe, I mean, that's like, the biggest thing mm-hmm. we hear, right? Mm-hmm. If I walk into a building, I can hear them immediately mm-hmm. if they need, because they're like, somebody hear me. So all these plants, and we were like, oh, we couldn't enjoy our coffee. Not when people are dying. It's a little bit hard for me. So we went to the Ayurvedic business spa mm-hmm. right there, mm-hmm. and, and I asked her, could I get a pitcher or, or a cup or something so I can water these plants? And the woman, like every single person I asked was non-sympathetic and more than that, defensive and upset at me for bringing it up. And the third person said, well, I'll thank you for telling me I'll water them when I water my plants. I, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll do, I mean, I can do it right now if mm-hmm. you want because they're dying They're right real now. thirsty now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she gave me the hand and walked away. Wow. And I went out and in front of her business, none of those plants have been watered for, I don't know, weeks either. Wow. So then... I went to another business. Kigo went to two other businesses downstairs. Everybody argued with us. Nobody wanted to water these. Nobody wanted to care for the living beings. But you were willing to water. You just wanted a receptacle. And, but then, yeah, they would, not only would they not do it, nobody would take responsibility for it. They all said, well, it's not my job. Well, whose job is it? Mm-hmm. I, I don't care. I just want to go water them. I don't mm-hmm. care whose job it is. And then they wouldn't give us a pitcher. They wouldn't give us glass. And then finally we just lied and said, well, we're thirsty. Mm-hmm. Give us a glass of water. Because um, members of the public weren't supposed to water them. But nobody was watering them. So then we spent the next 20 minutes with our little glasses watering Going the back plants. and forth and watering the plants. Against the rules. We broke all the rules. You know why? Because some oh. things are more important than yeah. rules. It's very plants over people. Yeah. Metaphoric. Yeah. I know it's like there's a you could stage. take out the word plant and mm-hmm. put in homeless person yes. into that story. Yes. And you would get the same res- well, it's not my responsibility yes. to take care of Oh my god, Dan, like, yes. And on that note Oh my gosh, he's dying us off. Ready? It's like what, forty seconds you're gonna tell me? How do we, we have wrap a minute that and 23 up? seconds to bring it back around, folks. We can do this. I'm really... I have a topic. Okay. Do you remember the first time you ever stepped in dog poop? I don't remember the first time, no. I do. Let's hear it. It got on my shoe. I have a minute and seven seconds to tell this story. It's not much for Dan. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I'm like, how do I get it off the bottom of my shoe? All of a sudden, everyone around me had different thoughts, ideas, and procedures. Uh-huh. To get dog poop off the bottom of your shoe. Some people said, drag it in the grass. Some people said, oh, come to my house. I have a scraper on the front porch. You can just scrape it on there. And then it's like, well, how do you get rid of it off the side of your shoe? And so 
It's just a memory that stuck with me all these years that I stepped in something and people came out of the woodwork to help. Oh, beautiful. Way and to with end that, on a nice note. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You I restored mean, my trust in humanity. Talk yeah. about homeless people and then my notes. It's Meg's going deep. That's the that's only way Meg. to go. Oh, I got yeah. deeper. That's barely. Oh, that's we're, we're scratching the surface. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Mwah, mwah, mwah.